it's it's time it's time for not wonderful wait the show's canceled april fool's day oh, everybody no. it's april oh. fool's day but no it's no, not, not. <laughs> it's not it's not even, even close now, the, now especially recording. not when this episode comes out yeah. I should have thought of That's that. That's the joke. April Fool. April Liars uh, Day. Yeah, I you're the real fool. I should have thought this bit out a little bit further. Um, so we last time we left, you guys had just jetted off from the school uh in two separate ships, uh when you are piloting Fang. The the school ship took off. Jin had that moment of well, that cool moment of turning off the tracking, and you guys notice uh, wind is not very far behind at all. If you go the appropriate speed, it'll take about 10 hours to get there completely. What are you guys doing on the ship? Really quick, are, can we do, or I'm not on this ship, but can the ships do like jumps to make it not 10 hours? Or is it like just we're set and it going to be gonna be a long ride home yeah we're yeah, actually so, recording this for 10 hours yeah yeah, yeah it's a it's 10 a hour episode, episode. <laughs> no uh so you guys can do um basically two different things there's a jump and then there's a skip a jump is gonna get you the furthest distance but it is not as accurate uh versus a skip is a lot shorter and it is extremely accurate I think Wind might want to leave Fang on a planet that's close to the monastery, like the closest, and not necessarily bring Fang all the way. Just because of, like, he's he doesn't know <laughs> what's going on with anything right now. Right, yeah. Uh, I think that makes total sense. So, do you guys just want to go ahead and skip to the monastery? What, what if we skip to the monastery and, like get in there and then debrief a bit so that we don't have like a debrief session and then a monastery debrief session. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, it, so we'll, and it might be like the ship ride is the time to like unpack on our own, you know, like everyone kind of is in their own little spaces. Process. Yeah. Yeah. I know Rose is likely just off in a corner, like wondering what just happened. And selfishly, wind wants to be there, so it's kind of like, why would we debrief when wind is not on the ship? Yeah, yeah Anna would too. probably just be like taking a nap. So yeah. like, Jin is just okay. like white knuckling the captain's chair. Yeah, Blue is building their baby bot. Yeah, I think Molly would be passed the heck out after all that. Perfect. Uh, yeah, uh, she'd as, probably be asleep yeah. the whole ten hours. Perfect. We jump forward ahead in time. Uh, just a little bit we'll say it's about nine hours so not the full 10 um and you guys have made a few skips along the way to cut it down but there is a small planet not far from the monastery uh, it is uh mostly deserted there's a few like it's inhabited by these small like pigeon like people that just kind of cover the planet and they kind of jump around and they avoid as quake strider brings the ship down to land i think since this is relatively close mm -hmm. i think wind has probably come here before uh, maybe not to specifically leave fang right but quake strider just kind of like takes your lead a little bit and lands close by uh and then before you hop off fang he uh 
kind of calls in and says, Right, dude, uh, you ready to go? Yeah, I think I'm ready. How far away from the monastery is this planet? Um, it's about 30 minutes. Like, you can see it in the distance. Okay. Um, but it's not, like, extremely close. I'd say Let's if we were scaling see. it, if you're on this planet, the monastery looks about, like, seven to eight inches tall in the distance. Yeah, okay. Then that doesn't apply. I was going to see if Lou could put an alarm on the ship so that if anything happens to Fang while we're at the monastery, then like we know if anyone tries to get on the ship or anything like that. But Ooh, yeah, yeah, it has a range of a mile. So I don't know why planets would be within a mile of each other. And I just pulled up the spell to see what the range was, and it's a mile, so never mind. Yeah, I was about to say, I think it's just a little bit, It it's not even a little, it's a, it's a well ways out of that range. Oh, yeah, for sure, because it's, yeah. it's a whole other Hey, I, ple- I appreciate the idea, though. Yee. All right, dude, if you think it's pretty well hidden, then let's go. Let's get to it. The door lowers, letting you into the, uh, to the main ship. You see a few people taking naps around, uh, you see Jin white-knuckling the captain's chair still, and just processing everything that's been going on and you hear from over the intercom if it isn't the chief rowdy boy himself (laughs) yeah it's me it's me what's up how are you bella well not great we've been driving for so long and i'm ready to just shut off for a little bit take a little nap but i guess we're going still you hear the door shut behind you and uh, Quake Strider, without a word, just takes off and heads towards the monastery. We can uh, we can save this for the monastery, but uh, just so you guys know, Cassius definitely tried to stop me from getting Fang. All but, right, uh, so that's three we can cross off then. But I'm gonna take a nap before we get this. So, bye. You- <laughs> he like goes off in one of the rooms and just passes out. I think. The spectral form of Stormseeker kind of comes and stands next to you, Jin, and kind of leans over and says, you know, you might want to get some rest, too. Yeah, Jin just kind of looks up at him and says, I'll rest when we're stopped. Wait, was Stormseeker just standing there the entire time? He was kind of, he was... Also, like, resting. Stormseeker was, like, what he did took a lot of energy. uh, And so he was also just zonked out. He went to the med bay, found a bed, and just napped. Okay. But Jin, he kind of lightly touches your hand and says, All right. And then walks away. Hey, Stormseeker? Yeah. Uh, I'd imagine, like, Anna, like, gestures to, like, a seat next to her and pats it and says, Have a seat. He looks around, kind of confused, and then walks over to you and sits down next to you. So, remember the conversation that we had, uh, right before we left you back there by yourself with a eldritch horror and two bad guys? I I do remember that, yeah. The part where I said, uh, don't die? Well, yeah, that that was a conversation that we had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're you're a you're a freaking ghost in front of me right now, man. 
I like to think of it as a separated consciousness more than a ghost. Is your body dead? You know, that's an interesting question. I didn't think about that. Because my, my sort of whole thing is making sure people pass on in a good way, hopefully, or if I can prevent them from doing that, I'll heal them up the best I can. And so, uh, I don't know. And then I might have some questions. So what exactly is this? Is This is you. I understand that much. Yes, this is me. I am still here. Um, Will you, like, grow a new body? Or what, what, what exactly is going to happen to that? Are you going to, like, go into, like, a homunculus and sort of inhabit that? Or a golem of sorts? I'm just, I'm just confused where your ghostliness is ends up well the way I like to think of this is that to my knowledge my body is at least temporarily not here but I'm not dead yes because I still have consciousness and remember everything that happened so sort of like robots yeah, similar to how robots are. I'm just well, a consciousness yeah. not tied to a cube to or a robot. body. Car- yeah, yeah, I'm a robot. Yeah, that's how. Uh, you're that's a what it is. I can I can get behind a robot. I can't get behind a zombie. I'm sorry. Oh well, that's that's fair. I'm actually terrified of zombies. So yeah, same. Uh, not a big fan. Nope. Uh, they're uh, they they want to eat people, and I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> as yeah, a people, I gotta say, uh, the horror, you know that that move whenever they all surround you and then tear your flesh off and bite you to bits. Bit yeah, bit, probably probably oh. my number one worst way to go. I would say that would I would put that right below because this is my worst way to go. Uh, uh, right below, um, like eaten alive by ants. I just, ants freak me out. Oh too. yeah, so like. So you weren't like a big fan of space Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? No. Oh. Were that not? I wasn't a big fan. That big animal. fan on a big fan on principle. But uh, which room yeah. is this in? This conversation. This is in the <laughs> I think lobby. It's just in Rose. the yeah in the lobby in the cockpit. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. in the cockpit. So, so Jen is just sitting there listening to all around. of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rose is sort of just staring now (laughs) like in in disbelief that this is happening Jen has cracked a small (laughs) smile that no one sees alright Wynn pokes his head out of the room wait you're dead no don't that's what what we're trying to figure out Hey, uh, you've done hey. some crazy shit before but like hey Wynn Wynn look at me ixnay on the ednay okay hey we all speak pig latin buddy Wynn kind of just face palms and just leaves the room again not dead that's what's important all right so is it like when we get back to the monastery because you said that you feed off of energy because you don't eat traditional foods anymore ever since you became a monk of this variety when you get back will like the energy of the planet form you a new body like ego from the space marvel fantasy universe is it like that that is a possibility i i I don't know you know Uh, you know what if that happens this is uh, yeah. a conversation that I don't know how to end. I gotcha. I understand. <laughs> uh, here, how about this? 
how, how about this? How about this? Anna stands up and says, I'm going to walk away now. And then she moonwalks off to like a separate room. Oh my God. Real quick Just meta question. Was that DM Caleb not knowing the answer to all of her questions? Oh, I know the an- I know the answers. That didn't sound convincing. I know the answers. <laughs> As you guys approach the monastery, you start to see it in its full form. I think some of you guys were kind of expecting like a building on a planet, um, and that's not the case. Uh, as you pull up, you actually see that it is it is Quake Strider kind of ducking and weaving through meteors, and he's being as gentle as he can, but it can't. But he can't help but kind of jerk it occasionally as something pops into his line of view, and he says, "All right, who is all their first time? This is their first time coming here." Uh, Quake, I think it's everybody's first time. I mean, other than me, of course. Yeah, yeah, that makes the most sense. As you guys pull up, you see that it is like, there's this giant, you know, like Sokovia looked as it was being raised out of the ground in Age of Ultron? Space <laughs> Age of Ultron? Yes. <laughs> Imagine. This whole episode is just going to be one giant Marvel reference. This is the Marvel episode. Yeah, you know <laughs> what? We're just going to say, <laughs> as long as we say space <laughs> and fantasy, we're fine. Yep. Yep, no one can get us. Uh, but it kind of looks like that where you have this, it looks like a city floating in the middle of space and you see uh, what looks like the remnants of like underground caverns kind of poking out from underneath and Quake Strider goes to pull into what was one of those underground caverns from this planet. And as he lands, as you guys pull in, you see that there are uh, a few students kind of waiting for you guys. You pull into the docking bay, land, and Quake Strider, as soon as he can, opens the door. Um, Wind, what do you do? You're kind of home? I think Wind would kind of just like, he would probably just kind of be not the most excited to get off i think he would still just kind of be in the back of the pack waiting for mm. everybody like waiting for quake strider and storm to be leading the pack yeah i did that um quake strider gets out of his seat and says all right dudes time to get the stuff and get off the ship and he grabs like a small bag as he starts to slowly walk his way off the ship and Stormseeker just kind of starts walking up walking off behind him. Who gets off the ship first? All I gotta say is that Molly is still asleep, so like someone probably has to wake her up. Anna will wake her up. Hey Miss Molly. Miss Molly, it's it's time to get up. Oh oh my oh my goodness. Uh are we here? Are we at are we at the monastery? Yeah we're here. Oh my god, I feel like I just fell asleep and like just a minute ago. Yeah, that that's sort of how car rats work, you know? <laughs> it's uh. a car. <laughs> we okay, we can't we can't act like hold on, we can't act like cars did not exist at some point. <laughs> Maybe they only exist on like, Earth. Check you know, privilege. funny Yeah funny enough. Not on the monastery. Cars car, cars have been gone for a long time, but there are still some planets that worship Lightning McQueen. So 
I was just about to okay, say fair. Lightning McQueen, yeah, dang it. I was about to reference Space Lightning. Well, Space Lightning is a totally separate thing. Um, no, Space Lightning is the <laughs> other monk at the monastery. Oh, my <laughs> um, As you get There's off, you... Chocolate Thunder and White Lightning, and they're both... <laughs> Tropic <monastery>. Thunder! <laughs> Rose, as you get off the ship, you see a tall figure waiting for you. It probably takes you just a few seconds but you see this fair skinned very uh fit elf waiting for you and she looks at you and says welcome to the monastery uh, thank you thank you yes uh, lovely lovely place you got going here well thank you i've uh, you know me and the team have worked for a very long time to keep it very nice no please um, if you would uh, give your stuff to one of these people and you see a group of younger people that look about Wynn's age or younger are waiting to like for you to give them like a bag or something whatever so they can take it to a room she takes off her her satchel and she hands it over uh you see this uh, so- somewhat reluctantly but you know right yeah you see this tiny little person that looks like a just humanoid cloud uh, grabs it and just swoops off as fast as they can. The tall figure looks and says, well, where is the rest of everyone? I, I know. And then he looks behind you and says, right, well, there's Quake Strider and st- Whoa. Um, as Stormseeker steps off the ship, he says, we're gonna have to talk about that. And Stormseeker looks and says, yeah, I get it. It's not exactly normal. As they step off the ship, and they instantly start walking towards the interior of the monastery. I think Wind would kind of be trailing by behind them. Uh, as soon as you are in line of sight, you're... Wind! Huh? Hey! DB, this... what's up? You know I hate when you call me that. Dave Matthews. <laughs> yeah! I would respect, I would uh, greatly appreciate it if you used my full title in front of the new people. Yes, Don Bringer, the greatest of all of of them. Thank you. Okay, can I go now? Yes, you can go to your room. I'm just, I'm walking off. Where is this going to follow Wind? Uh, Yes, uh, you can follow Wind. Wind will kind of show you a little bit around the monastery, as will uh, Stormseeker. Uh, Quakestrider, you have some work to do on the uh, third level. And Quakestrider just says, great, and continues walking. Uh, As the rest of you... You guys coming? Yeah, as the rest of you get off the ship, he says a welcome to each of you and, you know, is acting very pompous and like he's ready to go. Yeah, I'll just follow Wind to his room then. We'll follow you. As you guys are walking out, Dawnbringer is pretty close behind all of you. He says, what are all of your names? I need to know. This is a wonderful time. We don't really have visitors here. I like stop. And it's like, Dawnbringer, this is, these are, this is my team. Everybody oh? introduce yourselves. This is Dawnbringer. He's the uh, he's the leader of the monastery. Uh, Dawnbringer nods at all of you and says, yes, I uh, started it, founded it, and I'm still here. Still here. Hi, um, I'm I'm Molly Wibblesnitch. It's nice to meet you. She, like, offers her hand. Uh, he re- <laughs> how, tall, he like, how tall is he? Oh, he is, like, seven and a half. He is a Why is 
tall. Everybody's so dang tall. Because he's been alive for almost 3,000 years. Um, Do you keep <laughs> you growing get taller. like a lobster? <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's, a, he's a tall boy, okay? I'm retconning. He has no canonical height. You can't tell. Um, <laughs> he's always the tallest person in the room. It, he somehow. See him. He's different. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's just a little bit taller. Yeah. He, no matter who he's around, he is always a little bit taller than them. A witch the first cursed question him many years ago. Yeah. No, no one questions it. Yeah, every time he renews his spacer's license, he just makes his height a little bit. He like adds an inch or so to his height. Yeah. <laughs> and makes it real. Yeah. But yeah, that's he... his secret power. <laughs> he leans down to you, Molly, and says, well, it's wonderful to meet you, Miss Molly. He says, well, the rest of you, uh, you, what, what's your name? You're also an elf of some variety. That was a weird way to say it, but yeah, I'm an elf too. <laughs> Anna sticks out what was originally a fist bump, but that has evolved into a handshake after that comment. He <laughs> says, Ooh. hi, hi, Ooh, I'm Anna. Man. It's a pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you, Anna. I am Don Bringer, an Anorin. What's your name? Uh, Blue just holds out their hand to shake his hand, and then what is the best way for them to? I don't know. The canonical way they introduce themselves um, is, I guess, they just start sending him images of blue things as they shake his hand. Yeah, he shakes your hand and he says, <laughs> "Interesting." Blue? They nod. Blue. Wonderful. I'm Don Bringer. Uh, let's see. We have a, a human. We, not, we don't have too many of those around here. What's your name? My name is Rose. Rosie Bright, I suppose. Ah, wonderful. And you, uh, you see human? I don't know what you are. My name's Jin. And look, ah. can we, can we go? It's been a long day. Yes, yes, go. Win, take them to your room. That's fine. That's where we were going. He, he leads everybody away. You guys get a sense of how big this monastery is. Uh, as you walk through the hallway, there are so many people um, surrounding you. Uh, you see that cloud person again as they walk by. And uh, they say, hey, Wind. And this is a spirit. And you see a few other people kind of, a lot of people say, hey, to wind as they walk through the hallway, but no one really stops to take time to really talk. Wind, describe your room. I think when we first walk in, it looks pretty lush. Like this is the, I've been at the monastery for, you know, since I was like eight. Wind is like 19 now. So he's kind of like in the higher league of the students of the monastery. So he has like kind of a nicer room. So it's kind of like fancier, got a really nice bed with just a imperial uh, like dresser on either side of it. Uh, but the bed is like completely made up, doesn't even look like it was ever touched. There's like random stuff all over <laughs> everything that wind picked up on missions. Funko Pops. And didn't feel the, yeah, didn't feel the need to display them correctly. Or like do anything. He's like, man, this is a this is really cool. I want to show this off, but it's just like on his desk under some 
papers. Would you say his room is like dirty or just messy? Just messy. It's not super dirty. I think also when you open the closet, I think there's like actual closets for the rooms. And when you open it there, there's like a bedroll. Wind. Yeah. Are we safe here? Yeah. Yeah. This is a very safe place. Uh, I don't think they could track track us or anything. Also, like, I assume you mean, like, uh, the apprehension I had with Dawnbringer. That's more personal stuff that he, uh, he's not gonna hurt you. Nothing. He's not, he's not no Martha. (laughs) Very few are. (laughs) Yeah. There are very few people I I hate as much as Martha Blackhill. What an awful, yeah. wretched human. <laughs> human. Dwarf? <laughs> He's a dwarf, yeah. She's a dwarf. Um, Come on, dwarves Jane. Are every, dwarves are humans, too. Everyone's <laughs> human, too. Everyone's humanoid. Except for the noid. Does, He's just noid. Does the school know <laughs> that, that this is where the monastery is? Do they know where it's located? No. Uh, or they shouldn't, at least. Uh, we try and keep it pretty well hidden. I mean, obviously, we had to go through an asteroid field. Just, uh, I guess more debris field would be more accurate. But, yeah, it's pretty, uh, we have a lot of runes and a lot of magic shit that keeps us blocked from the outside view. So the school shouldn't know either. Rose visibly relaxes with that statement. Walks over to the bed and sort of just pops on it unceremoniously so it's like surprisingly insanely comfortable (laughs) uh do you want us to like leave you alone so you can get some rest or oh i mean i mean i mean that's fine i'm just gonna go in the closet like you guys can chill in here is there a secret door or anything in there are there secret entrances to anywhere in there nah this is just uh this is just a personal anna thing uh this just wanted to know Oh yeah, no. Uh, specifically, the closet or the entire bedroom. Uh, I don't know. Are, are there are there, are, 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 are there any secret entrances anywhere? Caleb, are there? <laughs> this is your room. Yeah. In you, yeah. there, there are. Yeah, no, I I, I'll say this: there are no secret entrances in this room. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the no, closet. I assume, just, the, I, the, I assume this is kind of like. The monastery's version of dorm rooms. So, but like this is just the the nicer version for the for the upperclassmen type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, this I is guess, like I a, guess the, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was about to say this is basic. <laughs> yes, the the god voice of DM speaks into the. No, I'm not going. Uh, <laughs> Anna talks this is, to God. And I mean, we can do that. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. I would say, like, this is kind of like apart apartment-style dorms for colleges, where it's like, oh, you have the not-as-good dorms and then the apartment-style, which are amazing. You know, like, that's kind of the vibe. Yeah. Well, the, the reason I was asking, I guess, is your room sort of reminds me a lot of my childhood room back on Earth. And that closet, the, the doors, everything about it reminds me so much of it. Um, I had an aunt and uncle who at one point, uh, as a birthday gift actually, installed a secret door that could go out to the hallway. I used to sit in that little in-between space and uh, read books or something sometimes. It was just a nice little area. I don't know, it made me think of that. Sorry. No, that's fine. I mean, 
That's kind of why I like sleeping in there. It's kind of. Yeah, I got you. Just dark and nice, you know. Yeah. Quiet. Soft clothes hang above your head. You need an extra blanket. Pull down. Oh, yeah. Boing, boing. Mine's are all just monastery robes, but <laughs> yeah. you know. He just has a whole closet full of the same outfit. And at the very end is a SpongeBob outfit, just randomly. <laughs> yeah, for um, costume day. I was gonna say there actually is like a suit bag, you know, with like the zipper, like at the very back. That's different, but you can't see what that is. Oh, 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 oh Mister. So maybe it could be SpongeBob. Um, it's you a guys. Body. I was about to say. Speaking of books, as you guys kind of <laughs> look around the room. A little bit more. There, like, there are definitely books in this room over the monastery. Just because I think, as part of being in the monastery, you have to learn about it. Um, and there are books and books over it. Jin picks up a book. Yeah, as you pick up a book, you open it and you see on the inside cover of the book there is a picture of five uh, people. Three of them you recognize. You recognize Stormseeker, you recognize Quake Strider, and you recognize Dawnbringer. There are two other people that you don't recognize instantly. One of them is a centaur, and it's this tall... I mean, obviously Dawnbringer's a little bit taller, but this tall centaur woman that you look down below and you see that her name is Morning Song, and then you, you see a gnome at the very bottom of the picture... Uh, and he has this jet black hair and this tightly, like, muscle, like, 1920s muscle man mustache. And you see that his name is Duskwatcher. And you see that it is a brief history of the Order of the Golden Wing. I keep reading. Uh, as you read through, you see that these five people uh, in the picture, the original five, as it refers to them originally started in a separate religion um one that celebrated the idea of the ouroboros uh and then throughout time that got shortened to just the oros and then eventually they decided to do their own thing they were all originally from earth and then they left they wanted nothing to do with earth uh it was pretty much right after earth started to go out into space they left they founded this place uh and they gave up their earthly names and took on what was originally their five names were wind stone blaze frost and spirit and then as they started getting more and more people to join they changed their names to what they are now which is dawnbringer duskwatcher morning song quake strider and Stormseeker. They're space hippies. Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. A little bit. They're, they're space hippies for sure. It then kind of goes into a little bit about the monastery. Uh, you see that there is a massive library in the monastery that Stormseeker is in charge of. Uh, you see that there are multiple gardens everywhere. You see that there is a healing, like not only just like a healing bay, but just like a healing space like it is a huge space dedicated to mental spiritual and physical healing as well as then there is a separate thing that says off limits and you do uh as you read what is off limits it is the offices 
for Dawnbringer and Duskwatcher and their spaces are kind of off limits and by invite only. In this entire time that's been going on, which is probably not actually that long in reality, Rose has fallen asleep on the bed. <laughs> in a little bowl with mild snoring. <laughs> Did you say loud snoring? Mild, mild. Mild snoring. I couldn't tell. That's... I rolled constitution to determine yeah, the level of Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. Roll, roll a stealth check with disadvantage because you're asleep. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do that. I can do it. Oh, man. Let's see. Okay, um, 13. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, it's like medium snoring. Not quite mild, but not yeah. quite, not quite loud. You know, it's a medium snore. Jin definitely asks Wind if, uh, the library has details on exotic, uh, beasts and monsters and junk because she has not stopped thinking about that snake thing uh yeah i mean it should like there's there's a lot of information in there so i can't really say specifics but there should be a lot of information on beasties can i go there alone or do i need an escort or it's dangerous to i mean go i alone. can take this and then Anna holds I mean, up wind. a high five. <laughs> yeah, I hold I up mean, a wind. <laughs> hey, hey, put me down. Shit, I know I'm, I know I'm short, but God. Sorry, I was, uh, I was practicing my shoulder exercises. Go on. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, you can go by yourself, but like, you'll probably get lost. So I can show you the way. Well, whenever you're rested, I'd like to go there. I mean, we can go now. I'd I like that. Let's go now. Hey, wait, oh, wait, when? when? When, before you head off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, while we're in the area. Uh, hold on. What I know about, like, because, like, you said there was, like, a healing area on this whenever Jin was reading this or whatever. I guess I could just ask Wind about that. Jin, hey. Jin mouths words when she reads, so you heard it all. Ah, there we go. Okay. All right, so I heard Jin. Why don't we, why don't we just all take a rest, and then in the morning... I will sh- take a, take you guys on a tour of the entire facility. Yeah, that works. That might be better. I bet we're all pretty tired. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Molly's just like, not really. Because <laughs> she slept the whole way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wind? Yes, ma'am? Are there any rules here? I know this is a monastery. Or what? I just don't really know how I should act or what I should do here. We haven't really had guests in a long time. So probably just do you. You are a very respectful lady. I don't think that you would cause any problems. We don't have any like specific rules, I guess. Yeah, we can, we can, we can ask about that later, I guess. Okay, so as everyone sleep. just try, everyone tries to sleep, and Molly just like, <laughs> do you have like a bean bag in your room or something that she could just, <laughs> just flop? Yeah, on so you. like, nice. to the left of his desk, there's just a chill corner. Okay, nice. bean bags. Molly goes into the a little rug. Does Wind have? Anna will grab bathroom? a yoga mat and sleep on it. Hell yeah, the bed's real big, so. Oh. 
Yeah, Anna sort of got to know Rose. I, I'm I'm comfortable with this. <laughs> <laughs> How many people can you squeeze into that bed? <laughs> yeah, we're 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 gonna force our we're gonna force our love on shy little Rose. Everybody, pile in. it's a giant it's a giant cuddle pile a giant cuddle puddle a giant cuddle puddle what's up guys it's luke thank you so much for listening to episode 12 hope you're enjoying it just wanted to take a quick second and shout out some of our socials. We got a Twitter that's just regular, at NatWonderful. We also got an Instagram that is at Nat, the number one, D-E-R-F-U-L. We also have a Gmail, which is the same as our Instagram. We also just opened up our Discord, which is going to be in the bio of all of our socials if you want to join. Come on in, hang out. We've got a bunch of fun channels for chilling out and talking about the show. And also just, I mean, whatever. Well, enjoy the rest of the show. Nothing, nothing happens overnight. There's no, like, no one has any weird dreams or anything like that. You're fine. However, I have snake-related nightmares. That's canon. Yeah, you, I, I think that's going to go for a while, Jen. However, it's about... Seven o'clock in the morning, and Anna, you see that your like phone, whatever we're calling it, phone communicator, buzzes once. So Anna gets this text, and you can read it. Do you want me to read it, or you want to read it? Yeah. Uh. Oh no. <laughs> I was gonna half joke about this, but all right. Text from unknown number. Hey, I uh, I noticed that you weren't at dinner tonight. I'm sorry if this sounds creepy or something. I was just curious about talking to you, Shelly. Anna's gonna... Anna's gonna... Aw, man. Okay. Anna's gonna, like, remove herself from the cuddle puddle as gently as possible. And, like, go in, like... Roll acrobatics. Just to remove yourself from the cuddle puddle. Hey, without Without waking people up. Yes. Uh, Molly's already awake because it's seven in the morning. So... (laughs) What check right. would Jin do to see if she gets woken up by the quiet sounds of Anna moving? Well, here's the I think, thing. That's based on my it, acrobatics check. Yeah, I was about to say, I think I think I will let you guys interpret the number for yourselves a little bit, because you guys know your characters, too. All right, so Anna rolled a 15 plus 2, 17 for acrobatics. So I think it'd be, uh, it wouldn't be impossible for anna to wake someone up but it would she anna moved pretty quietly so it's not impossible that you were woken up but it's not you know her passive perception's 18 so i feel like she pokes an eye open sees anna but then just closes her eye again oh she's like leaning up against a wall with rat on her shoulder (laughs) like like anna sees this and like she just whispers sorry i I gotta pee Uh, the, I was going to say, right. there is a bathroom attached, so if you want to cover your life in more, you could just walk to the bathroom. Well, I feel like Anna would just walk out into the hall. She was originally going to like find a corner, but just, just going to find, go out in the hall, lean against the wall, and then slowly slide down to the floor with a big, stupid grin on her face. And, uh, 
uh, I don't know. She's just very happy by this text. And, like, um, very happy that she didn't have to initiate this. And so um, she just sits there and texts her back. Hey, yeah, sorry. Uh, me and the crew got pulled away for some early field work of sorts. But I'm sure we'll be back soon. We could uh, hang out when I get back. And we could talk about it if you like. Send. Uh, it's maybe three and a half, four minutes later before you A non-desperate get... amount of time. A non-desperate amount of time before you get a text back. Sounds great. See you then. Coolio beans. Smiley face. <laughs> oh, oh, gee. Send. Oof. Not sure if that's the phrase, but I get what you mean, lol. What? Wait, what? Hold, hold on, wait, wait, what happened? She, you said Coolio Beans, and she just said, not sure that's a phrase, but I get what you I, mean, lol. I'm... <laughs> I'm making it a phrase. Dabs. And Anna sends a gif of fantasy space griffin McElroy dabbing in... <laughs> <laughs> she just sends a thumbs up that's it okay uh, i think the rest of you guys start to wake up slowly i don't know who would wake up. i think Jin would well molly's already awake is there like a little kitchen in this place there because i feel like so the order they don't really have to eat food because most of them have been trained to like absorb the energy from what's around them um but i feel like molly hunky you go to look in that book um that jen was looking in the other day seeing if there was an area and you see that there is a small kitchen area that is not too far from you i would imagine like there there is a guest quarters but it's very rarely used, if ever. There is a probably a nice kitchen, but we don't know how much supplies there are because there's been there. But there's probably a, enough for people to live off of, of course. Yeah, and I feel like but, there's got to be, right, some kind of kitchen facility for, like, the new initiates in the Order who haven't learned how to just absorb energy. Yeah, Right, yeah, there's still there's wow. still some food for sure. Uh, and you see that it's about a 10, 15-ish minute walk. Well, Molly's going to head over that way. Yeah. I would like to say that if she exited the room and headed towards that, Anna would see this and probably, like, eventually follow. I love that. As you guys start to uh, walk off, you see a few other students out uh, and you see, I mean, you see Quake Strider out because you have to cross through one of the gardens to get there. And you see Quake Strider is tending to this uh, really small tree that is starting to grow. Some of its limbs are kind of not producing, so he's pruning it and kind of going through and trying to give this tree the best shot that it can. And he sees you guys, you guys are about 20 feet away from him, and he looks up and says, Good morning, dudes. How'd you sleep? Yeah, I was. I I, I feel I feel good. Mmm. It's pretty pretty cozy in that little cuddle puddle. Rose kind of wakes <laughs> up surrounded by everyone, very confused. 
<laughs> I think Molly started off honestly like on the little bean bag, <laughs> and then in the middle of the night, kind of joined. Oh, Rose reacts by kind of flipping over, like accidentally rolling off the one side of the bed and like just thumping onto the floor. <laughs> Would Blue be the last person to wake up then? Yeah, so um, Blue filled up the bathtub and just like sank in up to their gills to go to sleep. And then um, they drew the curtain and I imagine Baby Bot is just in sleep mode, just hovering a few feet above them. But yeah, if anyone gets up in the morning and goes to the bathroom, that would probably wake Blue up. Oh. <laughs> I think as everyone starts to wake up, I think Molly and Anna, you guys get to the kitchen and it's, you know, it's slow. There's not many people going in there. Um, but it's, you know, I think you have a few students coming in and out. Uh, some of the younger students, like, I think one of the people that walks in there is just, like, a six-year-old human that is only maybe, at, like, a little bit taller than you, Molly. And he kind of walks over and he says, can you help me? I can't reach it. Can Can you get the tall one to help me? And they're pointing at Anna. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, what do you need help grabbing? Uh, the peanut butter. Yeah, sure. Anna grabs the peanut butter. It's Jif. And hands it. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I <laughs> hand it to the child. They say, thanks. And then they make themselves a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and um, walk out. And you see on the back of their shirts, you see all the little kids that are coming in here have like labels on the back of their shirt and you see that that little kid also has the label wind you see a few more kids kind of scattering in and out those of you that are still in wind's room as you wake up there is a knock on the door a few minutes later and the spectral form of Stormseeker pokes his head in and says so uh we got a we got some stuff to do today cool uh is anyone else in the room with jen Still, is it okay. Rose? Yeah, I I think Rose and Blue would still be in there. Yeah, yeah, I would still be in the room. What work? He walks in and closes the door behind him, and he says, "Well, frankly, I didn't know what that snake thing was, and I want to figure that out." <laughs> <laughs> hand in hand, they skip to the <laughs> library. Um, so Rose sort of just speaks up real like. Uh, it couldn't understand me, I think, when I spoke to it using beast tongue. So, if that helps. Well, that helps quite a bit. That eliminates a lot of stuff. Thank you, Rose. Do you want to join us in the library, or...? Uh, she just stands up and gets ready to follow her. Perfect. Blue? Yeah, Blue's, Blue's gonna go to the library. Caleb, I have an important question. For as we go to the library. I have an important answer. Does our path to the library pass that uh, forbidden area? Not directly. Like, you can see it in the distance, but it, there's not, like, a direct line of sight. What are the or, hallways like in this place? Are they, like, cave hallways? Are they clean hallways? Like, what are we talking here? So you're looking, like, kind of cleaned up cave-like hallways, uh, but all the hallways lead to one big central hub, 
and you can see that the hub at the center of it there is a staircase leading down to more and more floors down below and more stairs leading up you are on the uh second level right now which is mostly dormitories in that kind of space uh the central hub is mostly gardens on every floor and the library uh brings you up to the fourth level and so you see it briefly on your way up because the restricted area's entrance is on the third level. But there's no, like, real direct way to get to it. Okie dokie. Stormseeker leads you guys to the library as Molly and Anna are doing stuff in the kitchen. Wind, where are you? I think Wind would have tried to sleep, but after... Like, you probably would have gotten a few hours of sleep, but woke up pretty early. Um, and I think there's a small, small little, like, cove with a little pond in the garden that Wind likes to go to. It's kind of just his his safe haven at the monastery. As you go there, there's, like, it's a hidden away old wooden bench over there. That it's like well worn in. It's on the verge of almost breaking constantly. And you have a few minutes that you're just by yourself. What are you feeling? Kind of just takes a deep breath. And I think, I think he's kind of. Wind kind of feels out of place again. Because this. This is his home, but he still doesn't feel like this is his home. So I think he's just kind of sitting there conflicted and still thinking about, I mean, Cassius as well. Not even specifically because it was Cassius, but because a teacher, like teachers, attacked people. Right. I I think it's maybe like five minutes of being alone before Quake Strider finds you. I think Wind is kind of, his eyes are kind of tearing up for just, for one, he doesn't even maybe know why. And so he just kind of wipes him away really quick before Quake Strider. Hey! Hey, what's up, man? You know it's okay to cry, right, dude? Yeah, yeah. Dad moment. You've been through a lot, kid. Yeah. It kind of feels like uh, bad stuff follows me everywhere I go. He takes a second, looks around, and then nods before he looks back and says, I think that's pretty easy to feel, dude. But a lot of good follows you where you go to. I think it's just easier to see the bad most of the time. That's fair. I mean, the crew's pretty sick. I mean, better than anybody. Any uh, people my age, rather, that's ever... (laughs) I've ever met here. He finally walks up closer to you, and he doesn't sit on the bench because he's a big guy. He thinks he'll break it. Uh, But he sits on the ground and says... You got some good friends, man. I really do. 
And then he sits there for a minute in silence. Well, as much as I'd love to sit here and just meditate with you, dude, I do have work. Yeah, hey, uh, thank you. End time, dude. Wind just kind of looks out over the the little lake pond. I think we zoom out there. And we see the monastery in its full glory. We see these uh, massive spires coming up from this broken plant, broken piece of planet. We see lights start to light up as the monastery starts to move and wake up. And then we zoom in on one final thing. Rose, you look, you feel your communicator start to vibrate. She pulls it out and gives it a look. You see message from tree. Tree. <laughs> What's the message? It simply just says, don't know where you are. Miss you. She thinks about this. Because obviously she doesn't want to give her location if Tree's in trouble. And wait, which which of the which of the dads am I with? You are with Stormseeker. Yeah. Stormseeker. Yeah. And I sort of am just standing there looking at my phone, kind of paled. One of my schoolmates has asked where I am. And I don't feel that they would do so without prompt. So I don't know what to tell them. Uh, vacation, maybe? I don't know. Is the rest of the school safe? I don't even know what's happening. I don't and think she... anyone's safe until we know everyone's safe. True. I'll think about what to send. And she sort of pockets her phone. Uh, you get another buzz about a minute later. Is it tree again? It is tree again. This time... Can they, can he see that I read his message? Is that what... <laughs> Did I leave him on red? No, 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 no. You didn't, like, leave him on red. But he says, good, good news. I know you're not here, but piloting class is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's interesting. Um, she, you know what? She will. She'll just type in something real quick. Yeah, family stuff came up. I need to go visit them, and she just sends that off. And well, and hope I hope to see you soon. And then LOL, because she doesn't really know what else to put there, and she's awkward. Uh, you get a quick message back of "see you soon," and she turns her phone off. We cut back to a very long way away. We see that there are indeed signs all over Star Academy saying piloting class is cancelled. A few of the students rejoice, a few of the students lament. But one thing is certain, Cassius is not at the school.